the store. They're ready for war. Small soldiers, big battles. Commando, report. Brett Bazooka, ready to annihilate Gorgonite Sir, Send in the major artillery, the Buzzsaw tank. Special delivery from Slam Fist. Commanders always win. I see it differently. Small soldiers, big battles. You can get a hold of a small soldier. Figures and vehicles sold separately. In the 90s, every toy tried their best to be much more than just a toy. Very few toys rose above that claim, but only one line of toys broke through and crushed the competition, literally. This is the story of the Commando Elite and their war with the Gorgonites. This is Toys Were Us. All of my best friends are toys. Oh boy, all of my best friends are toys. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, all of my best friends are toys. Hello and welcome back to the Toys R Us podcast, your weekly trip back in time to learn the history of a toy that helped mold your childhood. Without the help of 1.21 gigawatts. Mmm, good call. Thank you. My name is Richard Hunt, and with me as always is my cousin and co-host, Brian Muth. Hello everybody. Brian, this week we tackle a line of toys that boasted, everything else is just a toy. It's one of my favorites. We were talking about Major Chip Hazard and his Commando Elite. Mm Mm-hmm. Dude, I fucking love the Commando Elite. Dude, you know, and the thing about it is, like, and they went up against the G.I. Joes. Yeah. And, you know, that was a tough call. You know, there were there were different factions on the playground. Some had, you know. That's true. Some had the Commando Elite. Turf some, wars. Some were steadfast G.I. Joe. There were turf wars. I myself could appreciate both lines. Yeah. They, they both had their strengths. They did. Um, are you ready to hear the history? You bet. All right, let's do it. We start our tale in early 1998, where we meet up with two best friends, two creative types named Erwin Wayfair and Larry Benson. Ah, Benson. Benson. That's such a... Butler name. Butler name. Yeah, exactly. Right? Or gumball machine name. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, whoa. Uh, together, they co-created Heartland Play Systems. And they were doing their damnedest to break their way into the toy world. It's true. Albeit, they took very different paths. They um, really did. <laughs> Larry came up with the Commando Elite, a badass group of soldiers with names just as badass. It's true. It's like Duke, uh, not Duke Nukem. Ah, Duke Nukem, yeah! You, know, like, you hear Duke Nukem, you're like, oh, okay. Well, the funny thing is, if you really kind of look at it, you can see like Chip Hazard is like an older Duke Nukem. That's true. Mm-hmm. They did a better older Duke Nukem than the actual team behind Duke Nukem did. That's so. true. <laughs> they have Nukem to Nukem. Oh, that's true. Mm-hmm. Um, in their squadron were the following. Major Chip Hazard. Mm-hmm. He is the ideal combat commander. He's aggressive, logical, and brutal. He, le- he leads by example, and his troops would follow him anywhere. That's true. Uh, you had Nick Nitro. Oh, I had Nick Nitro. Yeah, you did. He was badass. Yeah. Uh, he was the demolition expert. And his father served with Chip Hazard, which got him in Chip's good graces. I mean, you know, that's a little nepotism never heard. It's a little like, do you know my father? Do you know who my father is? Do you know is? who my father is? Uh, Nick has a very evil and kind of like wicked personality. Just like me. <laughs> but, you know, 
That means he's going to get the job done. He is, yeah. But by any means. That's Which, you familiar. know. I mean, you know. America. I America! Uh, you had Link Static, which was the communication expert. Yep. Uh, his primary mission was to troubleshoot radar, hijack computers, and invent equipment assemblies, sub-assemblies, modular and circular elements with common and system peculiar test equipment for deficiencies... <laughs> wow, this is a mouthful of this, this fucking guy. That's what she said. Oh. For deficiencies, malfunctions... He would manipulate dish, EMP, and satellite functions and send code information to the commando elite. So, like, he's their fucking tech guy. Oh, uh, yeah, he was their guy in the chair. Yes. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, you had Kip Killigan, the assassination covert operation expert. Which, let me just say, is, like, the most baller name for an assassin. Yeah, Kip Killigan? Come on, now. Killigan's Island. Oh, shit. Sounds like it would be, like... Some, like some like, kind of running man. Well, not even that. Kind of like game show. You would get like some rich suburbanite would buy a, a plot of land and have like a paintball faction. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Stupid. <laughs> uh, you had Butch Meathook. Butch Meathook. Which was another sniper. He had the most accurate aim out of all of them. Definitely. And Brick Bazooka, the art- artillery expert. Which Wait, who doesn't love bazookas? Yeah. I mean... Bazooka gum, even though the the flavor leaves in like three and a half minutes. It's still not as bad as fruit stripe gum, though. I mean, that Okay, but fruit less. stripe gum is delicious from the jump. No, it is, really. I mean... But that's the issue. The jump is literally it. Yeah. You're not going anywhere else with it. No, it's just going to be... Oh. Yeah, oh. But you get to do... Uh, you do get a temporary tattoo. Which is Which makes sense, because awesome. temporary taste, temporary tattoos. <laughs> You know, I never thought of it like that, but it's true. Um, on the opposite end, though, you had Irwin's design called the Gorgonites, which were educational toys. It's true. Uh, among the characters in the Gorgonites were the following. Archer, which was the leader or the emissary of the Gorgonites. He is noble and kind-hearted. It's true. You Very... had Troglacon, the navigator. Right. Uh, Ocula... The, the shy, scouting, one-eyed Gorgonite. Which Ocula. was kind of my favorite. I mean, it's almost yeah. like Count Ocula. Oh. oh. Yeah. Uh, it could only speak in whistles, unlike the others, and it does not seem averse to putting its only eye in jeopardy. Like, oh, yeah. It's gonna jump in there, you know? Yeah. Like, it doesn't give a shit. Um, you had Insaniac, which was basically the Deadpool. Right. The it was like, the Deadpool before Deadpool is Deadpool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh... You had Slam Fist, which was their enforcer. Which is a pretty... Um, <laughs> yeah, Slam yeah, Fist? Yeah. It, it sounds like that would have been a move in the Shaquille O'Neal fighting game. <laughs> Shaq, Shaq Fu. Fu. <laughs> Slam, Slam Fist. fist. Um, you had Punch It. Punch It! Uh, Bop It! <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> We've been there and done that. Uh, which was like the kind of like rhinoceros looking guy. Oh, right, right. Yeah. Um, and you had Scratch It, which was the thing that kind of rode Punch It. They kind of looked like, they kind of worked like Ferator from Mortal oh, Kombat. Oh, Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Which is like, I love kind things like, that uh, work Master Blaster. Yeah, I like when they work in tandem like that. Yeah. It, it's hard to come across shit that does that. Yeah, it know? is. Um, 
Now, creating something is amazing, but having someone buy into that creation, therein lies the problem. Like, yeah. we've come across that a lot where somebody, it takes a while to get somebody to buy their shit. Right. You know? It's like, takes a while to, for the wheels to get really moving yeah, in a process yeah, like that. Absolutely. Um, but these two men had a meeting, and it would be one that would go down in the history books. Yep. This is where Larry and Erwin met up with Gil Mars. Uh, and now Gil Mars is an interesting man in and of himself. He is. Uh, because he wasn't necessarily a toy maker. Right. And he didn't even work for a toy making company. Right. Uh, he was actually the founder and CEO of Global Tech Industries, a large American military company. I was going to say, weren't they military? Yeah, they, they have a know, lot of military companies. Tony Stark. Oh. Adjacent. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, in that quest for notoriety, Gil decided he wanted to uh, break into the toy world because, you know, he knew where to find the money. Yeah. You know, this was the 90s. Like, yeah, I mean, you, you got weapons and you got toys. toys. I mean, both yeah. war cells. That's still cells. a thing that's going on now, you know yeah. what I mean? Even to this day. Yeah, absolutely. So for Larry Irwin, this was huge. Yeah. Um, they actually got a meeting with him and... Unfortunately for the Gorgonites, well, they ended up being the bad guys. On one hand, I, you know, the the commando elite are badass. They are but, badass. like, the Gorgonites are cool in their own way, even though they kind of got, like, this unfortunate name that reminds you of the chick with snake heads. You know, oh, that's yeah. yeah. Medusa? That. Yeah, yeah. Medusa. Ch- Why couldn't the I fucking, fucking think chick of... with the uh, snake heads. Yeah, What's you know, the, the chick with the snakes. Uh, Medusa? Yeah, Medusa. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they, they were cutesy. Yeah. Which I think was their downfall. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, in a world of, like, you know, G.I. Joes and Commando elites, you gotta have somebody to fight against. And That's true. Somebody to root against. That's true. And, and it was just bad luck. What, what did not work in Irwin's favor is that Larry put together, like, a mock-up commercial where right. Chip Hazard punched himself out of the box. Yeah. I mean, who doesn't want that? If you see that, you're like, okay. I need that. It's like, that really kind of gets the motor running. You're just yeah. like, okay, this dude's a badass. Yeah, you're like, give this to me. Like, please. I want this. I want him to punch his way out from under my fucking Christmas tree. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Shit. pull the fucking tree down. Yeah. Please. Like, rappel down the tree with the, the Christmas lights. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, now, of course, this was the 90s, so to do that only could have come by way of Globotech. Yeah. Because um, Gil Mars, he hated when commercials lied about what toys. Yeah, did. I mean it was always pretty deceptive, you know. It's yeah, because you get an RC car climbing like Everest or something. Yeah, it's like okay, it's like sure, you know, Big Macs are always like fucking flat. Oh yeah, Big Macs never look like, like the cardboard in between each yeah. piece of meat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but like I said, he he had the means through Globotech to do exactly what he wanted to do, and yep. that was make the toys play back. Yeah. You know? Which is, that's just such an incredible innovation. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was actually through Globotech's lithium cell battery. Which um, is pretty much standard in a lot of tech devices now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, even back then, he Gil assured them that it would piss off the guys that ever ready. <laughs> Which, hey, you know. I mean, who do you not hear from a lot anymore? Ever I'm not ready. saying ever ready, but yeah, yeah I'm saying ever ready. ready. Uh, 
the things were set to have the Commando Elite and the Gorgonites be a massive success, with Globotech securing licensing rights across a hundred different platforms. Our boys were seeing dollar signs. Oh yeah. However, even the Roman Empire fell. Yep. And during the tail end of 1998, it came to light that in a moment of Judas-like betrayal, uh-huh. Larry admitted that the lithium battery that was supposed to be in the Commando Elite and Gorgonites were replaced with a microprocessor chip, Globotech's X-1000. It's a little sneaky on their part. It uh, had some unexpected results. Yeah, it did not really work out. Um... And I understand. Everybody wants more power. Ah, ah. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I had to. I don't think so, Tim. <laughs> I know. I don't really care for it myself. Uh, but this kind of went over about as well as the power glove. And you know how well that Oh, went. that sank like a lead balloon. Um, You couldn't give away the power glove. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. You pay me to take it. Yeah. Sure, I'll take it. Yeah. Um, a house that had gotten a complete set of Commando Elite and Gorgonites started filing, like, massive complaints. Yep. And Larry and Irwin had to answer for their bad business practices. Yeah, there was, uh... (laughs) There's a lot of fallout from that, uh, incident. Because the X-1000 was a military-grade weapons chip, probably shouldn't have been in something that is powering small fucking Uh murdering machines, Yeah, and that's exactly what they turned out to be. Um... This particular set of quote-unquote toys was actually the first set released to the public, as our sources tell mm-hmm. us. And this whole situation was a saving grace because the Carnage didn't make it very far. It was right, it like was self-contained. pretty self-contained. But just as an aside, did it seem to you like Chip Hazard sounded like Tommy Lee Jones? Or is I'm, am I alone in that? That was a little, yeah. I, I think that might have been like their go-to. Okay. Because if you think of, like, a badass... I mean, it's Tommy Lee Jones. Jones. I mean, do you think Tommy Lee Jones, it's like, hard ass. Like, I want to have a dog just named Tommy Lee Bones. Oh, that's perfect! You know? That's great. I want to have a cat just named it Forrest Whiskers. But that's neither here nor there. Um, Yeah, the Gorgonites and the Commando Elite had, like, a massive battle in some neighborhood. Somewhere somewhere in suburbia. Yeah, yeah. Uh... It caused massive fires, yeah. uh, damage to several homes. There's a lot of collateral damage. And the situation could have been way worse if not for the fact that the X-1000 chip uh, was actually normally discontinued. Yeah. Because um, it had like a propensity to be destroyed by like massive waves of electromagnetic... Yeah, it was an EMP. Uh, pulses, yeah. yeah. So like... If you came across something that did that, your X-1000 was fucking Toast. Fried, yeah. Yep. Uh, Which, you know, for the carnage that happened was a good thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the family that received the initial set with instructions from Larry and Irwin destroyed the Transformer in their backyard, which kind of wiped out the rogue toys. Yeah, know? yeah. Um, in fact, our source is kind of actually breaking an NDA to tell us this. Which, I mean, that's why we're not going to name our sources, because good journalists don't. Come on. Parker? I want pictures of Spider-Man! Yeah, and both families involved in the uh, situation received a considerable... Undisclosed amount. Hush money, as you know, the 90s. Yeah, and uh, considering their houses were essentially pancaked. Yeah, that's the least they could have done. Yeah. Um... 
The Commando Elite that you and I got to enjoy, as well as the Gorgonites, were the original lithium battery versions. Yeah, these ones didn't really. So, the X-1000 never really made it out. Which is good, yeah. because that would have been chaos on a massive scale. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that brings us to our spooky teller of truths, Facty, the fact in the box. My favorite... Larry Benson has stated that the Commando Elite was created as an homage to his favorite toy growing up, G.I. Joe. Well, see, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, in a sort of fucked up play mechanic, the Gorgonites are always just canonically meant to lose to the Commando Elite. Dude, you know what? That's kind of bullshit, because even the, the quote-unquote bad guys win occasionally. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Gorgon, the exotic and beautiful home planet of the Gorgonites, is what inspired... Uh, James Cameron for Pandora. Oh, an Avatar! Yes. See, no, that's... I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, Urban Wayfair planned an entire educational line based around the Gorgonites. However, his hopes were dashed when Global Tech decided otherwise. So, yeah, they co-opted his shit. Yeah. Uh, Burger King had the exclusive kids' meal toy rights for both the Commando Elite and the Gorgonites. Which were awesome. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, they were. Um... I mean, even for kids, kids' meal toys, they were yeah. badass. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, we reached the end of another wild ride here at Toys R Us. Uh, if you like what you heard, consider helping us out by leaving us a five-star rating and review on uh, iTunes slash Apple Podcast. I don't, you know, they're still the king of shit, and that's, that's fine. Yeah. You know? Yeah, uh, I mean, I, I'm happy to play their game. Yes. I mean, Absolutely. we're still doing our thing, and they're still doing their thing, so... Um, if you really want to help, you can hop on board as a producer, uh, which gets you a producer credit at the end of the episode, and a goodie box that we will be rolling out soon. Yeah. Um, to do that, go to patreon.com slash Toys R Us podcast. Uh, and remember that today is April Fool's, and remember you will always be a Toys R Us kid. Good night. I'd like to thank our producer-level patrons, including Jeremy, Jessica, Natalie, Amy, Nicole, Nicole, Patrick, Juanita, Shannon, and Steven. Thank you so much for your support. It really means the world to us.